0: the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, my beloveds, and welcome to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. It's been sitting, uh, just hanging around in my spleen for a few days now and wanting to talk about this particular topic today. So um, I'm pretty keen to to get it out. <laughs> it's that 1648 channel for me of the, the spleen right up to the throat, and it just kind of pushes its way out and wants to come. Um, but we are right in the thick of of having major construction done at the house right across the street from us and major construction at a house two doors down and construction at the house behind us. So uh, my dogs are just beside themselves with excitement and overwhelmed and they are just they're barking all the time. They are barking all the time. So I've been putting off and putting off recording this episode hoping to reach a day when they might be quiet um, and it's not happening. So <laughs> we are just going to record the episode and you will get the beautiful ambient sounds of construction and uh, dog barking in the background if and when it chooses to come up. Um, and I feel like it's, it's really fitting because all of this noise and disruption and, and kind of change to my environment around me has made me very angry. I've been feeling a lot of anger anger while this has been going on, um, because this is really unsettling to my nervous system as a manifester. And I don't like it. I I didn't initiate this. I didn't give consent. I didn't give permission. (laughs) Um, And today we're talking all about anger. So I I feel like this really is just kind of the perfectly uh, synchronized time to record all of this, even though on the surface, it's not perfect and it's not ideal so we're just going to roll with it in full acknowledgement to that i mean we're at the time of recording this we are right in the thick of eclipse season so we are halfway through (laughs) the eclipse portal i'm recording this on the 23rd of october um you guys will receive it about a week from now right when the eclipse portal has closed and and this this portal has been a very, very intense one. I mean, this portal has has been probably one of the most significant that we've had over the last several years. Um, it's come off the back of a number of significant planetary events as well and this is very emotional very deep um very kind of catalytic and and transforming and transmuting there's a lot of death and rebirth and change and release and purging and um initiating and moving forward it's got a lot of relationship focus in this portal so uh it's I think it's tricky to, as a content creator, to create any content at at an astrological time like this where the collective is moving through so much and where as an individual we are also moving through so much. But um, I know that anger has been a real theme through this eclipse and through this season for a lot of people. So again, I feel like it's bizarrely synchronized. I feel like it's bizarrely correct that we speak about this particular topic right now. So I want to talk about anger in relationships as a manifester, dealing with anger in relationships as a manifester. And I could certainly take the approach with this podcast episode of kind of teaching you like healthy ways to express your anger in relationships and looking at your communication style and, and informing and all of those things. But it, that's really just not where it's at, I don't think. I. You know what? It's just too simplistic. It's just not Deep enough to go at it from that angle because what that does is it shows us that, or tells us that there is something wrong. With our anger and that our our anger is bad and it should be demonized and therefore it's something that must be managed as this like horrible expression, this horrible not self. And quite frankly, manifestors have so much repressive trauma already set up around the expression of anger that I don't think we need more of it. I don't think that we need any further conversation about needing to control or manage our anger, especially when it comes to other people. But we really do need to look at a few more of the complexities and the intricacies of anger in relationships and and what that's there for and how we utilize it and maybe some of the ways that we can bring healing to that experience in the ways that we might be using it so that's where we're going to go with this episode my hope is that this will really speak to all manifestors because we all experience anger but in particular we'll really speak to the manifestors that have been um having that emergence of a lot of anger lately as that kind of collective pressure is pushing um and that this might just be really well timed for those of us that are going through that so Let's go to the basics. As always, starting every podcast episode with going back to basics, because I'm aware that there are people who listen who are at every point along their human design and, and manifesto awareness journey. So let's be really, really simple and, and go back to kind of Manifesto 101. The reason that we talk about Anger as a manifesto is because anger is what's our known as our not self theme, and when we talk about our not self theme, you'll start to realize in human design that it's quite a binary system. It's it's a like a black and white, a this or that, a that side and this side. So. When we talk about the not-self theme, it's the opposing energy to the signature theme. The signature theme for manifestors is peace. The not-self theme for manifestors is anger. And what this is referring to is that it's saying, really, when your energy is is operating in alignment and it's kind of pushing into the spaces that it wants to go in, it's moving in that flow, it's moving in that sort of space that is just really good for it, what you're going to feel is peace. And we got a lot of content on what peace actually feels like. So if that's kind of a new idea to you, definitely go and check it out because peace for a manifestor is not calm. <laughs> it's not, um, you know, it's not like a, a Buddhist meditation. Peace for us is quite an expansive state. And then on the the binary opposite side of that, the not self theme is really referring to like when your your energy is not moving in the way that it's meant to be moving, when it's kind of veered off course, when it's gone down a pathway that it doesn't want to go down, when something has disrupted it, this is what you are going to feel. And for manifestors, that not-self theme is anger our generators and our manifesting generators they experience frustration um manifesting generators also experience an an element of anger too in this um our projectors experience bitterness our reflectors experience disappointment and i do i personally find it's pretty easy to tell somebody's energy type based off how they express that not self theme like i can usually pick a generator. Pretty far off um, without knowing anything about their human design, just because I see them express frustration. I can usually pick a projector a mile away because I see them being bitter. You can see the same thing with manifestors. The not self theme is not a you're bad, you're doing it wrong, you're misaligned, it's terrible, you can't get your energetic shit together, and so you're always going to feel this way. It is simply part of the intricate and beautiful messaging system from our body, from the energetic tone of our body that says, "Mm, something occurred here that disrupted us. And that's something to look at because you either need to make an adjustment to your external world or there is something internally that is now available to be healed. And we wanted to bring your attention to it by disrupting your energetic alignment, right? So you will always as a manifester be moving in and out of anger and peace anger and peace anger and peace you will always be doing that we do we will not reach a point as manifestors or any energy type where we are just constantly in our signature theme and that shouldn't be our aim either because again all that does is demonizes the not self um and and kind of pushes us towards that like spiritual bypassing where we think We need to be angelic and enlightened and embodied all the time. And that's not representative of the human experience or the the intent of the human experience. So when we talk about anger as manifestors, that's usually what we're referring to. We're referring to this not-self theme of anger. And that comes up when we're in a space where something has pushed us out of alignment. For manifestors, this tends to come, because we live behind a closed aura, it tends to come when um, something externally has disrupted us, so we feel that anger flare when somebody interrupts our creative flow. Um, even when somebody interrupts us speaking, if if we're kind of initiating and flowing as we're speaking, um, when somebody overrides our informing, when we uh, have our energetic space set up, because you know, as a manifesto, you get into those times where you just need to be in your own energy you just need to be in your own space and somebody comes and disturbs that and pushes into it we feel it when people try to control us try to manipulate us and you guessed it when people try to tell us what to do because that is against the very backbone of how our energy is designed to work that is why manifest is far and above everybody else just We cannot deal with being told what to do. We have a a full physical visceral reaction to being told what to do. Nobody likes being told what to do. But manifestors have a very strong kind of nervous system body response to that because it is simply so far from how we are designed and what we are here to do. So we feel anger in, in a lot of situations. We can feel angry when we get tired. We can feel angry when we get sick. We can feel angry um, in our rest cycles when we're resisting it. We can feel angry when people are telling us what to do, when they're pushing us around, when they're trying to control us. We can feel angry when people interrupt us. Uh, we can even feel angry when we are in a creative flow and, and people are, are trying to like manipulate that or, or get in the way. So it's it's common. Anger is a common experience for manifestors. The thing is, the frequency of anger that is our not self is slightly different to the emotion of anger. Everybody feels the emotion of anger, and manifestors are no different. We also feel the emotion of anger. And the emotion of anger is not the same as our not-self theme of anger. And I could go on a diatribe about you know all of the different little sparkly ways that emotional anger is different from not-self anger. But in truth, that is something that you are going to need to determine for yourself on an individual level. Because the way that you feel emotional anger in your body is going to be different to the way that you feel not self anger in your body. The best rule of thumb that I can give to this, though, after years and years of working on it, is that for a manifester, that not self theme of anger is almost an impulse. Like it is, it's almost like your body reacts before you consciously even know what you're doing. It's like, um, I feel like when that that not self theme of anger hits it's like my nervous system has been jolted like I kind of go like ooh <laughs> like okay something happened that was just not correct that was just not good and I don't like it and I feel like this flare it's it's like a um like a flame sparks that anger and this is why manifestors have that really volcanic expression of anger sometimes because it comes out of us before we even consciously know what we're doing or saying. The emotion of anger is different. The emotion of anger is Um, more of an annoyance. It's got more logic to it. It doesn't really have that nervous system component going on. So I find that for me, like the emotion of anger builds up over time when I'm getting annoyed at something or someone um, and I'm getting kind of tired of having to deal with that. Eventually I just get angry. I just get pissed off and I'm like, I just make it stop, make it go away. Um, You know, I've had In this current healing period that I'm on, for those who have been listening ongoingly and following the content, I broke my ankle. I've had reconstruction surgery on it. Um, At the time of recording, I am just about finished with my moon boot and my six weeks of non-weight bearing. So I can't walk. I can't stand. I can't look after myself. Um, And I've had plenty of moments throughout this six-week experience of feeling the emotion of anger where I'm just tired of the limitation. I'm, I'm tired of how difficult everything is. Like I'm tired of my husband needing to shower me. I'm tired of it being so hard to get from room to room. Like I'm just, I'm over it and I'm angry and I'm pissed and I want this to finish, right? That's the emotion of anger. And that is different to the not-self theme of anger when it comes up. So I really, really encourage you to play around with that in yourself and identify in yourself how how different does it feel within me and, and within my body? Because when we are feeling anger as an emotion and we are labeling that as our not-self-theme, it's not helpful. Because the anger of emotion, sorry, the emotion of anger is really just there to be processed and witnessed. Whereas the not-self theme of anger is is there to have some action taken it's there to be understood it's a message it's bringing you some sort of insight and information that you need to take action on so the way that we deal with those two things is very very different and if we're confusing not self and emotion then it can all get kind of chaotic in there now there are lots and lots of ways to express your anger. I, I love it when people post about this in our Facebook group in particular, because it's just so interesting to see all the different ways that, that manifestors have learned to express their anger <laughs> kind of healthily. Um, but the bottom line is that anger always needs to be expressed out of the throat. And this is, we're talking about the not self anger here, the not self anger. It always needs to be expressed out of the throat. The throat is the beginning and the end point of all things as a manifester. It is what makes you a manifester. In human design, we say all roads lead to the throat. And that is so true for manifestors. More than anyone else, it's true for manifestors because all of your energy is pushing for your throat. That's the end goal. That's where it always wants to be going. So when you feel peace, it wants to come out your throat. When you are initiating, it wants to come out of your throat. When you are informing, it needs to come out of your throat. And when you feel anger, it's wanting to come out of your throat. Your throat is like your biggest battery pack. It's your biggest superpower. It's it's like the um, the innermost brain of the machine. Your throat is responsible for all things for you as a manifestor, and that's why we need to nurture it. But when you're experiencing that not self theme of anger as a manifestor, the easiest ways to to express it healthily are to get it out of your throat. This means you can yell you can shout, you can sing, you can scream. It can also be really helpful to um, physically move it out of your body through your lower pressure center. So that's your root center. So physically move it out of your body by stamping, by exercising, by running, by kicking, by dancing. You can do any kind of more fluid movement if you would like as well. Exercise is profoundly helpful for somatically moving anger through your body. I have always found though that the quickest, fastest, most efficient way to get that not self anger out because it can really build up and like push on the walls of our body is to just get it out my throat. This is the number one reason why anger becomes a destructive force for manifestors in their relationships. and. I've got to say, as a as a child who came from a very traumatic background where I was extremely repressed in any expression whatsoever, but certainly anger, I was not allowed ever, ever, ever to express anger. And if I did, there was very severe punishment and isolation and disconnection. So I have a lot of repression around my vocal expression of anger. But when I see my manifesto son, who is now 10. He naturally expresses that anger from his throat. He doesn't have a limitation. He doesn't have a repression on it. And receiving that anger in a relationship with him is like it burns the whole town to the ground, right? That anger coming out of his throat is so powerful that it's like an inferno it just takes everything down in its path and it's a really important lesson for him to be ongoingly learning through childhood when he's in a safe space when he's supported when he's looked after when he's nurtured and connected with to learn the different ways to express that anger out of his throat in in formats that don't destroy his relationships because if we leave that unchecked that will be really really destructive for his relationships in adulthood but as a child he's got he's got space to explore that and experiment with it but for people receiving that manifesto anger when it comes out the throat right this really looks like the manifesto just kind of verbally dumping all of that it's like a, it's like the dragon breathing fire and i know that so many of us as manifestors have had those those experiences where we let the anger out of our throat and we say things we don't mean we truly say really scathing things that we don't mean and then we have guilt and shame and embarrassment afterwards because we have said things that are harmful and hurtful, it's like our throat gets carried away with us. So we need to pay attention to how that anger might be getting expressed out of our throat in ways that are just destructive. They're just hurtful and they're just harmful. They're hurting the people that you love. Being a manifester who has anger and needs to express it you know, from your throat does not give you the free pass to say whatever you want and to lash that anger out on anybody else, certainly not as adult manifestors. What we need to learn to do is to utilize our throat to express that anger out in ways that are not directed at other people. So taking yourself away on your own is often a really helpful start. Um, It helps, (laughs) I think, to bring just a level of healthy um, conscious pattern around the way that we express our anger. So when we feel that not-self anger come up, removing ourselves to a place where we're alone, screaming, um, screaming into a pillow if you need to, yelling, like sometimes if you need to just let all of those nasty words come out of your mouth, that's fine. Do it when it's just you, when it's not somebody that is hearing those words and receiving those words. Because there are things that we are responsible for. As manifestors we are the initiators so when we are expressing anger the throat is the center of initiation so when you are expressing anger through your throat you are initiating from that anger you can really be catalyzing a lot of harm to another person you can also be catalyzing a lot of harm in your relationship and that is your responsibility That is your responsibility to manage. I I think that the greatest challenge, the greatest life lesson for all of us as manifestors is to wield this power with integrity. It's to understand that we are always initiating. And when we speak, we are initiating even further. And we need to master the way that we use that power and the way that we use that ability. It's not the same for other types. It's not the same as, as a projector getting bitter and, and saying nasty things to someone. A manifester getting angry and saying nasty things to someone that they love is an initiation. It is a catalytic event. You are starting something with that. And the best example, historically speaking, that we have of this is Hitler. Hitler, who used his throat, he used his voice and his words as the amplified mouthpiece to create the greatest atrocity and evil, I think, that we have historically ever seen. He's not alone. You know, we have other leaders historically and and currently who are manifestors who do the same thing. Our throat has the ability to make worlds. For manifestors, our words make worlds worlds. What worlds are you making with your words? That is your responsibility. It is not your responsibility to shove down your anger and never express it. It is not your responsibility to ensure that nobody is ever uncomfortable about you expressing your anger. It is not your responsibility to ensure that you are always placid and peaceful and in alignment. And it is not your responsibility to uphold old family or old trauma expectations as to, you know, whether it's okay or not for you to be an angry person, quote unquote. Those elements are not our responsibility. The way that people perceive you is not, it's not your responsibility. Even when you are angry, it's okay for you to be an angry manifester. It is okay for you to be an angry manifester. It is wonderful for you to be angry. It is healthy for you to be angry. It is indicative and catalytic and healing and opportunistic for you to be an angry manifester. You don't always have to be a peaceful manifester, but it is your responsibility to ensure that you are not creating destruction with letting that anger out of your throat in your relationships to be directed at other people. Changing gears a little bit here. We have a distinct connection between anger and trauma. And you'll notice in quite a bit of our content recently, I've been weaving trauma in. This is reflective of my own self-journey as as somebody who has complex PTSD. Um, I've spent 21, 22 years now working on trauma. And this year I've had very significant movement forward in that and have been really uh, kind of crafting a trauma recovery system within myself, within my own life. And so we will be moving into a lot of trauma-focused content next year. So this year, we've been focused on relationships. 2024, we're going to be focused on trauma as a community and, and how that cross sects with being a manifester. Um, and so that's already starting to weave in because relationships are the place where trauma presents the most. And as manifestors... We, we kind of can't get out of that like love triangle, right? Like the, the manifesto, the trauma and the anger and the relationship. So it is pretty vital for us to understand where we have links between our trauma and our anger. Now backtrack this up a little bit. For anger, sorry, for, for us, anger is our not-self thing. And trauma is really representative of, Uh, times in our experience where we have been pushed out of our autonomy, pushed out of our sovereignty. Yeah. So anger is going to be present. That not-self theme of anger is going to be present at the core of every single one of our traumatic experiences because trauma is not an event. Trauma is an experience of the nervous system where you were – Pushed into an event or an experience that was happening too fast or too soon. So you were incapable of responding to that and processing that in the moment. That's what creates trauma in the nervous system. For a manifesto, that's always going to be coupled with anger we could even say that for generators and manifesting generators frustration is at the core of their trauma for projectors bitterness is at the core of their trauma for reflectors disappointment is at the core of their trauma anger is going to be present in trauma for everybody because anger is a very reasonable emotion to experience in a traumatic event um however for manifestors we just it's like we have this symbiosis with with trauma and anger because when we are experiencing trauma we are Misaligned. We are misaligned. We are in our not self. We, our body has been saying to us in that traumatic experience something's wrong, something's wrong, something's wrong, something's wrong. So, anger and trauma for us are bedfellows, right? They are their best friends. They are always bonded together. It's a remembrance of the not self experience when we experience our trauma somatically what occurs here so somatically we're talking about the body the body experience here is that this then comes up as a trauma trigger response when we get angry so the way that the brain maps trauma is is that, I mean, there's a very complex system, but part of it is that the amygdala gets involved. And the amygdala is the, the storage house of emotions. And what it does in a traumatic experience is that it takes the most prominent emotion at the time, which for us is anger, and it applies that to the trauma trigger. So then when we experience that feeling again at other times, it remaps into that neural pathway and says, oh, oh, oh I know what this is. It's the trauma. We're, we're back in there, hence trauma trigger. So For manifestors, often when we are in a trauma trigger response to something, it is because we are re-feeling that not-self theme of anger. All of a sudden, our trauma triggers and our not-self theme are all blurred in together. And it stops being about the not-self And it stops being that messaging system from the body to say, hey, something's out of alignment. Let's have a look at it. And it starts getting overtaken by trauma triggers. And so it's actually not the not self. Perhaps it's the emotion of anger and it's pushed us into a trauma trigger and we are just mixing it all together in one big hot pot neurologically speaking what's occurring there though so somatically we have this this nervous system response where we're in the trauma trigger right we're feeling this like rush of anger and it's my belief system that this is actually what's responsible for manifestors behaving very volcanically when we're angry when we get that kind of um you know, like the the anger dude from the Inside Out movie, right? How he kinda like boils up and explodes with fire out of his head. Like that's what a lot of manifestors present as when they're <laughs> when they're angry. And I think that for the vast majority of us, that's actually a trauma trigger response. Because our nervous system is so activated, it goes into stress response, our heart rate increases, our breathing increases, we get, you know, sweaty palms, we um Kind of get that overwhelm of our frontal lobe where we're not able to think when we don't have executive functioning. We can shake, right? And and we're we're in stress response. And so often we apply all of those characteristics to our not self theme of anger, and we say, oh, that's just what it feels like when I'm angry. No, that's what it feels like when you're in a trauma trigger. Your not self theme of anger is different to that. But neurologically speaking, so when we come back up out of the body into the brain, neurologically speaking. The connection here is that when we experience anger, we have a a fear narrative of abandonment or rejection. Because again, that's the trauma trigger connection. When we have been in traumatic experiences before, what it has ultimately done is it's severed our connection and it's severed our acceptance. So we experience wounds of abandonment and we experience wounds of rejection two massive pillars of the manifest trauma experience, abandonment and rejection. We live behind a closed energy. We have so many traumatic wounds that are connected to abandonment and rejection. And we also have this interplay of anger, neurologically, that when we experience our not-self theme of anger, or even the emotion of anger sometimes, that for us, it can say, oh, I'm, I'm abandoned, or I'm rejected, or abandonment and rejection are imminent here. It causes us to think that our anger equals that we are disconnected and that it is not safe to be connected where we are. Let's start piecing this all together. When we experience anger in our relationships, when we get that not-self theme flair and it all gets mixed into our trauma trigger, And we are angry at something that our partner has done or we're angry at something that a friend has said or we're angry at an experience that we had with somebody that we love. Our neurological, our subconscious neurological narrative is this is not safe and I cannot remain here with this person. The connection is gone. It's no longer safe. I cannot remain here. So anger for manifestors starts to become a catalyst for us ending relationships or sabotaging relationships. This did not occur to me until recently. I mean, this is certainly something that has come up for me very prominently in eclipse season, but it was kind of mulling in me before that where I was realizing that when I felt anger towards somebody that I loved, it it was immediately creating this story for me of, well, their relationship's over. I'm not allowed to be angry at this person because that means the relationship is dead. It's gone. And I don't want it to be dead and gone. I don't want to be abandoned. Hello, abandonment wound. And so i'm not going to be angry i'm going to repress the anger i'm not going to feel it i'm not going to express it i'm not going to investigate it but then guess what somatically the anger's still sitting there and it's going to get triggered again and whoop there it comes up and it's more intense this time until it just reaches this point where it's it's so big and it's so overwhelming and it's so all-encompassing that you can't ignore it you can't deny it and then the relationship explodes the relationship explodes this is why one of the most, most like little pivotal reasons why manifestors have a tendency to walk out of relationships. There are so many other reasons, right? Like we struggle with informing, we struggle with operating with this closed energy. We don't need relationships in the way that other people do. We've talked about all of these things. They're they're important factors. But manifestors have this pattern of behavior where we exit a relationship far sooner than we should where we get really activated by being in a relationship and we don't like that and so we leave it and we say oh i'm better off alone i'm better off alone and you know what it was that relationship broke down it it was the other person they did it because the other person was doing things that things that made me feel angry and i that's that means it's bad we have a connection because of our trauma patterning for a lot of us for a lot of us We have a connection between anger and relational connection that says anger cannot coexist with connection. Anger cannot coexist with connection because anger means I'm not safe. So I can't remain connected. So if I feel angry with somebody that I love, certainly if I'm then at a a certain point unable to repress that, and I have to acknowledge that I'm angry when I've been pushing it down for a very long time, then that anger means disconnection. I have to disconnect. I have to walk away. I have to get out. I will either sever my relationship or I will sabotage my relationship to ensure that that happens. There's a really big healing that exists around this really big healing that exists around this and I don't want to oversimplify that or or state that in any way I think we do that a lot in in kind of personal development and spiritual spaces where we just oversimplify stuff like oh we just go and heal that just pop off and heal that no, guys, this is multi-layered, right? Like this this for us is connected to our sense of energetic synergy, our sense of energetic sovereignty. This is connected to the management of our closed aura. It's connected to our trauma. It's connected to um, our patterns of behavior and our attachment styles in relationships. I mean, like there's a lot of layers here. And I i really do hope that you will take the layer that presents itself to you if something has stood out to you from this conversation Take that and start working with it. Start teasing that apart wherever it presents itself to you, whatever has resonated with you, whatever has, you know, kind of spoken to you and your experience in this episode. Take that and start learning. But let me give you a couple of places to start. If the idea of healing this, what it's probably like a, a love rectangle, really isn't it? Not a love triangle, but healing this kind of. Um, relationship between anger and trauma and relationships and and everything that gets connected into it let me give you a couple of starting places firstly healing this can begin with identifying your not self versus your emotion of anger versus your trauma trigger identifying what the frequencies of those three different experiences are like in your body And learning to discern between them. This is an amazing place of clarity and it's going to clear up a lot for you if you can just identify that. Another approach to healing is expressing that not-self out of the throat. Working on ways to express that not-self anger out of the throat and find what works for you. Also working on emotional regulation when that, that emotional anger comes up. Look into ways that you can emotionally regulate. I love doing a somatic approach and using um, breath work and self-talk for emotional regulation, but I'm an undefined emotional being, and so that's unique to me. Find the ways that really speak to you for emotional regulation I love, love, love the work of Adrian, who runs 5D Crystalline Emotion on Instagram. Definitely check her out. She's an emotional projector. She is um, studied in gene keys and human design. And she just has this really beautiful way of, of looking at emotional regulation and emotional, emotional processing. So check her out if you want to go down that pathway. And then also look at um, ways of expressing like and, and dealing with trauma trigger deactivation. What are your trauma triggers? How do they feel in your body? How do you deactivate them? What stories are they telling you? The person I love for this work is Morgan Pommels, who is a Canadian psychotherapist who specializes in trauma and especially the way that trauma triggers present in relationships. Um, I love her work. It's very clear. It's very precise. Definitely go down that pathway if you're wanting to look into trauma trigger deactivation. Okay, so we can take that from, from any of those three levels. Attack your... Well, not attack investigate your anger by looking at that not-self and how it's coming out of the throat. Investigate your anger by the emotion of anger and how to regulate that. Investigate your anger by the trauma trigger and how that's connected to anger and how you deactivate that and regulate that. Another way that you can approach healing here is to just reshape your belief system around it. Reshape that belief system that anger cannot coexist with connection. This is going to be so much easier for those of us with undefined or open Ajnas. If you have a defined Ajna, this is probably going to be a bit more hard work to move your belief system around it. But anger can coexist with connection. Anger can coexist with connection. You can be angry at someone and you can express that anger in healthy ways that are not destructive to that person and remain in connection. You can be safe in connection and you can feel anger. Your not-self theme of anger can be triggered and you can remain connected. You can feel the emotion of anger and be connected. You can have anger as part of your trauma trigger in a connection with somebody and remain connected. Anger does not mean the end of the relationship. Anger does not mean that the writing is on the wall and the relationship is on its way out. If you are in a relationship where you have been repressing anger for a very long time, probably a great time right about now to start investigating that. (laughs) Start pulling up that anger, letting it emerge, dealing with it, expressing it, moving with it. Don't let that bubble to the surface to the the point where it becomes so intense and so overwhelming that you feel like all you can do is exit the relationship. You can use the not-self as the messaging system, okay? So even in a relationship, because sometimes that not-self for you is going to come up based on somebody that you've been in relationship with doing or saying something that triggers the not-self. This just part of being in relationships as a manifester. You're probably doing it to them and triggering their not-self as well, right? So when that comes up in relationships, acknowledge it for what it is. Oh, this is a messaging system. Oh, okay. This is telling me that something is disrupted here. Something is maybe out of alignment. Something can be Adjusted. I can adjust it externally or internally. I can adjust. If the emotion of anger comes up in your relationships, that is a mirror. That's a mirroring experience. All relationships are mirrors. The way that you feel about what somebody is doing or saying or not doing or not saying is a mirror opportunity. And that exists for the purpose of healing. That exists for the purpose of, oh, there's a mirror that's now come right up in front of me and it's showing me these things that I haven't wanted to see before or haven't been able to see before. And so now, now that that's mirrored and I can see it in front of me, I can heal it. That is an internal expression. But either way, in your relationships as a manifesto, whether that emotion of anger is being pulled up in a mirroring experience or whether that not self theme of anger is being triggered. What it's offering you is an opportunity to adjust or to heal so that you can then initiate those changes into your relationship. You will initiate them into yourself first and then you will initiate those changes into your relationship. In the end, anger as a manifester is always about you and it is not About them. This is a very, very um, harmful underlying belief for manifestors that when we feel angry, it's because of them. It's the blame, it's the out, it's that they did it to me. Somebody did something that made me angry. Somebody said something that made me angry. Somebody behaved in a way that made me angry. It's them. Because when I'm on my own, I don't trigger my anger. <laughs> when everything is the way that I want it, I don't feel the anger. the the anger is never about the other person. It's never, ever about the other person. The anger is always about you. You have this amplified access line into anger. Yes, you feel it as an emotion, but it is also your not-self. So for you, it's an emotion. It's a a place for healing. It's also a messaging system, which is a place for adaptation and change and implementation. That means that your anger, when you feel it, that's you. That's you. It's about you. It's what's happening for you. It's what's available for you. It is what is now being seen by you and for you. This doesn't mean that, People are always going to behave beautifully. I mean, people behave, you know, in shitty ways and it creates anger. Mm -hmm. It's still not about them, right? They are expressing those behaviors in the way that they're expressing them because of the emotions that they're feeling, because of the traumas that they're feeling, because of the not-self themes that they have. You are receiving it the way that you are receiving it because that is about you. This is where the dance of relationships becomes... So amazing, so amazing. When we can stop blaming other people for what comes up within us and we can take responsibility for what we are feeling and what it is offering us, we change the way that we approach relationships as a whole. And I I believe that as manifestors, this is one of the key areas that we need to work on in order to break that pattern of constantly leaving relationships. And constantly thinking that alone is better. If you haven't listened to it, I'd really love you to go back and listen to the episode. It was a few weeks back on the new manifesto. We talked about um, the new role of the manifesto moving forward and what that looks like. And the element of this that's important to bring in here is that the new manifesto is collaborative. The new manifesto recognizes the value of relationships and the necessity of relationships and intimacy and connection with other people as a a means of really utilising our gift of initiating into the world. So we've got to work on how our anger is coming up in relationships and how we're using it and what it's triggering for us and, and what old stories perhaps might be at play that are taking us off the best pathway for healing ourselves. Learn to love the anger, guys. Learn to love the anger. In every form, it is brilliant in every form it is beautiful and with really beautiful brilliant powerful things comes the flip side of the coin where it can also be destructive and harmful and and dark and we don't we don't want to express our anger that way I think that we are moving well past the point of being manifestors that just flippantly let our our anger explode all our all over other people and and then don't take responsibility for it and are not accountable for it. There's, there's a maturing that is now happening around the way that we feel anger and express anger and use anger. So let's stop talking about anger. <laughs> that was a lot to express. That was 45 minutes of expressing around anger. But um, this was a, a Complex one. This was a complicated one, right? This this might have been a bit confusing. This might have been a bit challenging to some of you. At certain points, I found it a little bit challenging to draw the dots together in a concise way in a podcast format. So, um, I really do hope that there is that that seed that kernel planted within you, um, and that if stuff in this res- this episode resonates with you, that you take it and you run with it. Um, but if not, then it just it just plants that seed to bloom at a later time within you when there is a readiness in you to to dive further into this so thank you for listening of course always 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 thank you i'm so grateful for you for listening for being here, for for sharing your energy with me, for giving me your attention, for responding to the content that I create. I'm I'm deeply grateful for it, deeply thankful, deeply humbled and always feel that it is a privilege to be the facilitator in this space. Years and years into it, I still feel that it's a privilege to be the facilitator here. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Um, Share it around. Have conversations with people. Have conversations with yourself. Journal Reflect. Do whatever you need to do, um, but onwards, let's move onwards as manifestors who approach our anger in really, really different ways. Okay, until next time, keep hunting for purpose. Before you go and switch off, we would be so humbly grateful if you could take the time to either leave a podcast review right on the platform that you're listening to, or if you feel like it, please do a share across your social media. We love to hear how each of the episodes is impacting you, and we love to provide an opportunity for you to inform us via social media. So please share a story or a post about this episode and tag us at The Manifesto community. Until next time, please manifest us, keep hunting for purpose.